0: evening i'm your host for today terence ij bettis aka prana you're here with monument Podcasts in the astro fix <laughs>
1: You didn't get any of that?
2: I think the universe doesn't want us to say (laughs) this. Oh, the sabotage is kicking in already.
0: Thank you for listening and tuning in today. I want to take this time to formally introduce myself. Background, what I do and where I come from. Many, many years, 2009, I began my journey. And Where I come from was a family of meditators. So we stayed constantly in meditation and always bonding with each other in spirit. As time went on, of course, you grow up and you venture out and do your own thing. I was born and raised in Pensacola, Florida. I moved to Georgia in 2002. And that is where I began to pick back up on my, as you would say, journey, spiritual journey. And it was in 2009, I began to go off into meditation as before when I was younger. And it led me to the school of Beacon of Light, where I became a Reiki master, and utilized those skills to heal other people, including myself. And for you, for those of you who don't know, a Reiki healer is someone who uses energy, um, energetically heals other people. This process can be done in many, many, many ways. One of the ways in which I use, thus being the name Prana, is it's called breath work. It's called energy work. And as they say, words are powerful. So in this line of work, you actually use the breath of life, which plays as a bridge to all life forms. And you can send energy out and do distant healing, or you can do one-on-one in-person healings. So that's pretty much what I do. Um, You can use instruments to do it as well, crystal, stone, but I use the natural bridge of life, which is the breath of life. That's how I do my energy work to heal. From that point, I became very, very popular in Georgia with the work and doing my readings. And from my meditations, uh spending so much time in my meditations, it allowed me to become very, very sensitive. And that's how I opened up with my readings and created this mechanism that I have. I'm just going to call it the board. <laughs> Man, I can't explain. That was like literally <laughs> so Maybe 1,700-plus people ago. I've done so many readings using this device through my meditations, and I love it. I also have a degree from the school of Udemy, which allowed me to earn my life coach license. So I like to intertwine the two, life coach and spirituality readings and meditations to help one find their purpose. So that's me where I come from, my background. And I'm here now with Monument Podcast, which is bringing me to you, the world. So I want to talk about what's going on. In the earth today, at least in my opinion, I think people are dealing with a grounding effect, which causes one to be grounded and get self in alignment, balance. And it also deals with the A note, which is how people feel, their emotions. So tell me what you think about that.
1: Right now, something very significant is happening on the planet as we move into a more densely charged area of the galactic plane, also known as the photon belts. And what's happening, we're coming into contact with higher alchemical frequencies that are really burning through the illusion that has been living on this planet for so long. And it's bringing up so much both collectively and individually. And so as these higher frequencies come in, anything that's not in alignment with that is surfacing to be looked at, to be met, to be fully seen before it can be released. So there's this overemphasis right now in in the healing arts, you know, realm of just focusing on love and light and just focusing on the positive. And though these are beautiful aspects, they are not complete aspects. And we are missing this vital link to healing, which is instead embracing our totality and meeting all aspects and all emotions as equally valid, sacred and essential. Yeah,
2: it's it's a time period when I just say I don't know. I mean, I don't really know the purpose. I don't really know the, you know, what's to be done. But at the same time, what I do know is that we as a society, especially in America, especially in, you know, these Western societies, the civilizations that have been based on conquest and acquisition are so against from their foundation, from their, the essence are against nature. They're against human beingness, right? Our sole essence of what we are here as soul family, as beings that are, you know, here to share this space, share this place to be, you know, in, in, in integrity with each other. And not living these lives of being slaves to, you know, getting enough cash to pay the landlord, to pay, you know, to pay uh, your credit card debt, to pay for this and that and the other. It's like that whole fixation on, well, just get money, get, get something to, you know, feel like I'm a success. That whole facade has to collapse because we're not here for that purpose.
1: And we're entering into a time where we have to face ourselves. And what that's looking like is so many things for different people. For those with the eyes to see, it's a radical opportunity to transform at the deepest levels. And for those without the context of what's happening, it looks like catastrophe. People's lives are in shambles. Things are ending. Illusion is burning. They're even getting sick. And sickness, as we know, is really just a call to deepen and go inward and to to meet these spaces that are out of alignment. And it's, it's such an opportunity right now on our planet. To really recalibrate, it's actually a very beautiful time.
0: That is so true, and I want to elaborate on what you said about the sickness. Uh, the sickness, as you said, is it's like a cleansing, and it's also a releasing. So when that is done, facing oneself takes place. One would say, what, what happened? I, I didn't do anything that would cause me to get a cold. But this effect is not something that you take medicine for to heal and be done with. It's totally the universe working through you, and if you're not in alignment, then it forces you to be in alignment.
1: You know, sometimes it's a soft, subtle whisper if we're listening, and if we're not, it can be a boisterous roar. It can be something much more extreme to get us to look and listen and turn inward. And there's such an over-focus on the external right now, all the things that are happening in our world externally. And really, it's a distraction from going inward because we cannot transform the world until we transform ourselves at the individual level.
0: Absolutely. You are universal, as is the universe. So uh, if you want to deal with what's going on in the world or in the universe, you must first... Go inside yourself. As you said, um, the universe is you in verse. For the future, let's go into the future, leading from now where we're at. Um, So vibrations are rising. With that being said, vibrations are also changing around us. Um, And it's not being changed by us. It's being changed by people who control certain things, the frequencies And being activated to make people act a certain way. It goes as deep as getting into your food and things of that nature. So as these things take place to lower your vibration, one has to overstand and pay attention to what's going on with inside and be willing to change their vibrations to offset what's going on outside to stay in alignment. So as people are rising up in their vibration right now in this time that we in, it leads to next month, a lot of enlightenment taking place. People realizing within themselves what needed to be changed. And as that changes, they align themselves with their purpose, because believe it or not, even people who are retired still don't know what it is they're supposed to do. And the question is, what is my purpose? So into next month, you'll find a lot of people actually walking into their purpose. And it comes from what's taking place this month, healing themselves. For people who are, quote unquote, what we say, not awake and really struggling and, and feel like they're in a bad situation. My suggestion is to take the step you never took before. It's one of those things where someone suggests something to you and you hear them suggesting it. They're telling you the solution and it matches with everything you're going through, but you don't move. We have people like that. We probably call stubborn people, but (laughs) those people are actually stuck in a vibration. Vibration that they're stuck in is so high. It doesn't allow them to move. So for one that's higher than the vibration, in, you actually have a task. You actually have a job. And part of that is helping heal that person so they can open up to the vibrations to move forward onto what we would call their journey.
1: So I'd love to speak on that just a bit more. And we've really divided things, you know, between good and bad and positive and negative and even like spiritual, not spiritual. And really what I'm most passionate about as a teacher within the spiritual arts is redefining the emotional paradigm as we know it and realize that all emotions are actually just intelligences. From our inner being, or some call it the soul, the higher self, whatever you'd like to classify it as, but it's really just a call and an intelligence that's communicating something to us. So even pain is actually a vital intelligence that's communicating to us. Absolutely. And so, and so when we begin to redefine and reorient the way we're perceiving emotions, we can change these thought constructs as, oh, I'm in a bad place or I've I've hit rock bottom or this and that. And really just, you know, I am so loved by the universe, by all that is, that I will never be allowed to live out of alignment with my authentic truth and who I am at the deepest level. So pain will always knock on my door until I'm forced to open my eyes and look and deeply attune and, you know, really rebalance because we've been living so out of alignment with ourselves, with the earth, with each other. And this is just a call to action on on a vast level right now. And it's also important for leaders and visionaries and way showers to emerge right now to help guide other people as the facades and illusions crumble. So there are frequency holders and pillars that can help others really open their eyes to the greater spiritual nature because we've been living in such a fragmented, minuscule percentage of what is possible. And, you know, it's time to really open our eyes to the magnitude all around us.
2: Yeah. Just speaking to that, we've been discussing this with some other people who who are psychically attuned, more awakened, let's say. And the theme that seems to come across is this whole notion of the heart opening, right that we're yeah. really opening into the <clears throat> recalibrating to the heart in that process like the heart knows things and the heart recognizes things that the mind can't fathom so from the mental perspective you're like well I can't like you just said I can't like quit this job I can't walk away from this opportunity I have to keep going keep going and keep with the the mental pattern belief system that the heart is already saying nope that's not working so that's why people are coming to that place of I'm confused. I'm I'm in despair. I'm I'm in a breakdown because really they're just having to let go of what the mind believes as a system of you know how things function, how the world works. It's all this nonsense your parents taught you. This is the way the world is, kid. And it's like no, you understood the world better when you were four years old than you did when you were 24 or 44 or 64 because you've been living under this false system, false system of beliefs, false systems, ideologies, and functioning that is just against, again, our truth as beings.
1: And then the Native Americans actually referred to this as wetiko, or a thought virus, a thought parasite of the mind that has insinuated itself into all of us, truly, especially in modern and Western cultures, society. even more so society. And what it does is cause people to live in that overly logical mind, that five-sense reality, and has disconnected them from their emotional body, from their feeling centers, from their intuition, and even as you have access to the psychic capabilities that we all have innately.
0: Absolutely. and interesting that you bring up the child and being 46 and whatever the age may be, um, Get into that, we're talking about the child. When the child comes out, it is one of the most purest forms ever. You know, the closest thing to spirit that you're ever going to see in is untainted. It's unconditioned. um, These ways doesn't come about until it's begin to get uh, a program. takes place, uh, whether it be from the parents or schooling. So as you were saying earlier, the thing is to deprogram yourself and get back in tune with, with one, um, the wholesome you and nature and the vibrations of nature itself, the sounds. And we talk about the heart. Yes, absolutely. The heart. The heart is the key to everything because you break a person down. Like you said, it's mental versus the heart. And the heart is always stronger. You think about a person in the physical, they can be brain dead laying on a bed in a hospital. But the heart still goes. The heart still beats and it's what keeps that person active. And planetary alignment and movement um we're here on earth as beings but the other planets that exist venus mars mercury all these play a part and the heart is in conjunction with mars so with that being said what you brought up earlier about the chaos mars when it comes to that planet is the planet of war it's the planet of realigning it's the planet of love and light. It's the planet of so many things. It has to do with your blood. So that's going to cause people to align themselves with their health. It has to do with electronics. And what's interesting about that, if you pay attention to astrology, as these planets align itself, everything that they're in conjunction with starts to happen on Earth. It starts to happen with people, starts to happen with things people possess. And it's funny to me, Uh, because when I get calls about things going on in certain people's lives and I point out the planet and I say, do your research and find out what the planet is in conjunction to. And then they call me back. They're like, that is crazy. So it goes to make one wonder, why is it so important when you're born that your birthday is associated with a zodiac sign? If you can Begin to follow yourself and whom you really are as far as your zodiac. Then you will know when certain times come, certain times of the month, dates, you will know what's going to happen with yourself if you're in alignment with that. And that's an easier process to take in, to know for yourself, hey, it's time that I change this in my diet. Hey, it's time that I change as far as the group of people I'm hanging around with. It's time for me to travel. Everything aligns itself with your birthday and your zodiac sign when you're in alignment with the planet and how it's moving.
2: Do our astrology? (laughs) I do
0: have a little device that I made. I personally made, so. (laughs) Okay, many years ago, well, first of all, I... I'm a
2: Capricorn and I resonate uh, with. Me too. Oh, I I should, maybe I shouldn't have told you that. I, I gave away, we gave away our secret. Oh, that's okay. What, what's wow. your birthday? Capricorn. Mine is the 18th. The 18th of January. Yes. Um, December 29th.
0: December 29th. You? Yours?
2: What? The voice over there is two days. She's the 27th, right? Oh. 26th. 26th. Oh my. You know what?
0: This is gonna be explosive.
2: We got four Capricorns in here. No, no, no. She's uh, Kaya's um, Taurus. Taurus. She's a she's a bull. I finna to say they go hand in hand. Capricorn, oh, yeah, Taurus, yes, yes, yes. Let's, let's put it like oh, this.
1: But my Mars is in Capricorn. Well, well,
2: here's, here's my question. Why is the devil always portrayed as a goat or a bull? What's up with that? What's up you with know,
0: that? You know what?
2: Someone doesn't like the, the the earth the earth creatures that have, you know, big stubborn creatures exactly. with horns. They don't like that. Huh? Exactly. And you wonder why you always see them mounted
0: in an establishment, you know. So, hey, they take charge. Mm-hmm. You got the horns, you know, leadership in relation to also the unicorn. Very mystical. <laughs> yes. So the device I use, um, interesting, if I may say so myself, I, I made it myself a process of meditation i have always been into art so i wanted to do something different rather than draw um and
2: i was led to do wood burning but the zero is, is not one to nine so that's the ten is the replication of the zero no so what is the right zero but the,
0: the zero uh is looked at as really not
2: needing to be written down because it's, it's completion completion exactly
1: yeah so when
2: you get to nine you're done well my number is nine my numerological number for my birthday is nine it's nine so I'm supposed to complete some things and Yeah, you know, like, absolutely. Probably, you got a lot yeah. to complete, <laughs> me as well. I'm I'm like I'm I'm yeah, this is it, man. I'm, I'm happy to go home. <laughs> I'm like a war veteran. It's like, okay, cool, you almost yes. done with your service. Absolutely. You must believe and <laughs> it isn't until you complete
0: that you're gonna be able to do your thing. So yeah, that's pretty much it. And um I use a feather. The feather is my trademark. Why? Um in reference to I'm not sure whether or not People listening or you all here are familiar with the balancing scale uh, and your heart being weighed with the feather so that's my whole thing that's why I carry a feather and a lot of the well all the readings I do are based off the heart because as you stated earlier it's not the mind it's not the mental it's the heart and the heart leads the way so like you come with a heavy heart then all your problems come through this <laughs> with me and I use the feather for it and by the way I love the feather I adopted the feather because when I was on my journey, everywhere I went city, state, state, it doesn't matter they would drop a feather in front of me to let me know that they were with me. And I was like, wow. So that's why I adopted the feather. Yeah, I did.
1: In the Native American tradition, it, it's also birds are messengers of the divine. So it represents absolutely. that connection. So I often work with a feather in ceremony as well.
0: Absolutely. She is so on point with it. And I just want to say this because she keeps bringing this up. I am Native American. Me too. Yeah, so... <laughs> Cherokee. Yes. What about you?
1: Cherokee. Oh, Cherokee. Cherokee,
0: absolutely. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. Can you identify tribe?
1: Can I identify my tribe? Yes. So it's in the Blue Ridge Mountains between North and South Carolina
0: got you. Excellent. Beautiful. And you? Me? I am what they call long wolf. Mm -hmm. Love to be alone Mm -hmm. for my uh, wholesomeness, my my oasis, my alone time. I need it. That's how I get in tune with spirit. No distractions. People think I'm crazy because I can spend up to eight hours in meditation. I don't care about what's going on on outside. Mm -hmm. I need to hear from the universe. So that's me. Long Wolf tribe, Cherokee. Beautiful. So with this device, uh, what I do is basically tap into what's going on to if I'm reading, and information comes through, and that's pretty much it. And for far as answers is needed, answers come through for that individual to help them further their journey, uh, get on the path of what it is they're supposed to be doing. And if there's something that's out of alignment, let them know so they can uh, get in alignment. And, and I actively started doing this in 2009. Ten years. Completion. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we can get into this. Uh, what name would you like to go by on here?
2: On here? Yeah. What <clears throat> well, does it? what is it? What does it matter if it's my uh, given name from birth or?
0: Okay. The difference is mm-hmm. everything in existence, everything in being has a vibration. Sure. So I read the vibrations in which comes from you. Uh, so you say your name that you're giving a birth versus something that you go by. It's, it's a different vibration. I read from those vibrations. Understood. Understood.
2: So we'll go with Sean. Okay. Now, several ways to
0: spell Sean. So.
2: Oh, sorry. S-E-A-N. Like Sean Connery, Got man. Got you. That's the only way. It's, it's whatever you want, yeah. Let's go by Sean Stone.
0: Sean Stone. That's a powerful name. So, by the way, you, you all might hear tapping. That's the feather hitting the wood, basically opening the portal for Mr. Sean Stone. Mr. Stone, can you give me a number, any number?